And I'm Haley. And you're listening to... Oh, Chronically <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> we talk about chronic illness and literally everything else. <laughs> I am overstimulated, <laughs> and so I'm going to chop my mistake to that. That's okay. I put uh, on lip gloss for this podcast. She did. <laughs> and then I put on just regular chapstick. So, but anyway. I felt like I needed to look good today. Yeah. I feel like a big toe. <laughs> <laughs> I wore my Crocs today, so that means She's something. styling. No. <laughs> Crocs are in. Not for me. We, we're not into Crocs. Crocs are my flare shoes, and I'm not <laughs> in a flare. I just had to get Aww. out. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I don't think I have flare shoes. I mean, I have flare clothes, for yeah. sure. And then, I don't have flare shoes, but... I definitely wear my Crocs every time I flare. I, feel I like should get easy slides. Get Why do Crocs. I not have easy slides? Crocs and socks. They're so good. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Crocs and socks, Crocs and socks, Crocs and socks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, what's your number? Let's do numbers. Um... I'm really tired, but I feel like I'm at, I guess, six-ish. I had to wake up at the <laughs> butt crack of dawn because we're getting our roof redone, or I guess already done, and they woke me up at 6 a.m. beating on our roof. Um, but other than that, I slept great. <laughs> um, so I just woke up super early, and that's why I'm wearing Crocs, because I grabbed my <laughs> shoes and left. Um, um, but well, yeah, I feel fine. I feel okay. I'm just really tired. You seem kind of out of it. So I, I am guess really tired. Like tired. Yes. Um, I'm a. I mean, I'm just a little better than you. I think I'm like a seven. Um, the reason I do not look like a big toe. Because <laughs> you always look cute. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so I actually wore this outfit yesterday, and I didn't get to leave my house because I started flaring, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to wear it out. <laughs> so oh, I'm wearing yeah. it today. Um, the number of times I do that, if I, like, look cute one day and I'm yes. just going to work, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to wear this again. Yes, because you see don't people. see anybody. Yes. Like, if you don't see anybody. I see two children who don't yeah. care about my outfit. I mean, there's something to be said. Like, when I pull myself together and then no one sees me, mm-hmm. I'm like, what a waste. Mm-hmm. What a waste. Absolutely. So, I'll, like, put outfits aside that I've worn but haven't been able to, like, leave or see anybody important in them. <laughs> yes. I am the same way. I'm also, if I go out and I didn't see anybody, I will wear the same outfit for multiple yeah. days. Yes. <laughs> same. Just uh, secrets, the secret life of Arian Haley. <laughs> Rewearing clothes. And um, if I know that I'm just going to work... Because I nanny, so I only see two kids. They don't yeah. care about my outfit. I'm going to wear it until yeah. I can't anymore. Or until I see them again, because I know they'll be like, hey, <laughs> you wore that. I'm like, oh, okay. You can't get anything past yeah. kids. <laughs> no, you can't. And, like, if a kid says you look tired, then you know you look tired. Because yeah. they say the truth, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, and that's terrifying. That's why I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, you're not. I'm not kidding, actually. Um, okay, so today we're talking about all of our accomplishments. Basically, I wanted to do this so that I could brag about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not good at that. I know. I'm going to help you because okay. I'm really good at it. <laughs> um, so really, I just want to talk about how the stigma of being on social security or receiving like um government assistance and government help there's just this stigma that people who receive help are lazy and are just like mooching off of Mm -hmm. other people which is so wrong it is and i feel like it gives well it gives the whole community a bad rep Mm -hmm. that stigma does um and so I just want to talk about, like, things that we've accomplished, school, jobs, um, because all things considered, like, we are kicking ass out here. We are, Language. like, ki- I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Haley, don't let me do anything. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but we are, like, killing it. 
we out are here it. with all things considered and even if we weren't disabled like we're still killing it yeah we're being successful humans mm-hmm. and we are functioning people in society mm-hmm. currently and i think we've talked about this before but just like the society's standards of like having to do something all the time mm-hmm. and like we try to live up to that mm-hmm. and um we've done it to the place or to the standard that we're able to mm-hmm. um and then we've realized like hey you're not supposed to work a 40 hour work week that's not healthy mm-hmm. especially with a disability or a chronic illness mm-hmm. and um even then we've accomplished so much yes and i think it's worthy of talking about yes especially in my throat's making noises especially in like the past year that we've known each other yeah we've known each other on like this december it will be a year are you serious yeah, yeah. i feel like i've known you so much longer than same that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so weird <laughs> When your soul meets another kindred spirit. Wow, we're spirit. soulmates. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's important to talk about. Um, and it needs to be noted and recognized um, that even people who don't have a chronic illness or who are not disabled, working even the regular nine to five is too much. It is. Um in reality, I wish I would have, like, researched this a little bit before we started, but um, and a 9 to 5 is, like, the standard, but it only got to that point because um, I want to say it was, like, World War II when women had to start working, and then from then on, it work just started to consume America. Mm-hmm. I read something society. this morning, actually. Um, that 40 hour work weeks were created because, um, I don't agree with this. I'm a feminist, but they were created because men were working Mm -hmm. and someone was supposed to be at home doing house things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, now that we don't live like that anymore, as we should not have lived like that anyways, Mm -hmm. um, there's no one at home to take care of the things like you're at work you're doing what you need to do and mm-hmm. there's no one at home to take care of the things that need to be done like so you're doing both home. both parents are out working and yeah. then usually the wife is the one that does the housework too yeah which that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. that gets me hyped up yeah. but um yeah so like i guess the origin of the 40-hour work week is just Twistus, twistus, <laughs> twisted and sexist. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. <laughs> I understood. Yeah. Haley got it. Haley got it. Um, so let's just talk about school first because okay. that seems appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Given that we're kind of still in school. So, uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> Like okay, well, high here, school I'll, or yeah, like, um, for example, so I was homeschooled. Maybe you go first. Okay. <laughs> so I was, well, I was, it's easy. I was just homeschooled mm-hmm. um, my whole school years. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Until I graduated high school. Um, and then I also, for a time, did something called homeschool or unschooled in quotes, um, (laughs) which is a huge debate among, um, parents and teachers and schools in general about whether unschooling actually prepares you for the real world, and, um, the reason I was homeschooled was because I was sick all the time Mm -hmm. as a kid, and so, um, and you, you know this, like, doing school and being sick is so hard. It's very difficult, um, and I think the fact that we graduated high school at all is, like... It deserves a round of applause. I mean, in <laughs> itself, where's my medal? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, what would it be the equivalent? Of? I don't even what know. What would you... I think... <laughs> I there's never like, been... There's another... 
There's never been another experience for me like high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been to been able to, like, match something like the two years of, of me being sick in high school. Like, the, the, just the how hard it was. It was so hard. Mm-hmm. I felt really lonely. Like, mm-hmm. I was never caught up on work. I always felt behind. I always felt behind in life. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was missing out on everything. Um, I never got to see my friends. Mm-hmm. It's, there's just nothing like it. Yeah, it really is beyond isolating. Mm-hmm. And um, so f- for that alone, I mean, is a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say was just unschooling um, is just another way of learning. And um, when I graduated high school, yeah, I, I knew, you know, your high school basics, like curriculums, but like math and science and all that. But I also knew how to write a check and balance your checking account, and I will never forget one of my first jobs was working retail, and so I'm behind the counter, and the kid that was checking out um, was like, I have a check, but I don't know how to write a check, and I was like, you don't know how to write a check? And then it dawned on me, like, most kids don't know how to write checks. And, I mean, we don't do that anymore now because mm. of the digital age. But back in the day, <laughs> back when so I was important. a kid, um, yes, like those life skills that you don't learn in high school. That I never learned that. My mom are, taught me how to do that. Yeah, but, like, if you didn't have an awesome mom, Ex- yeah. like, how would you know? And so um, things like that are what you learn when you, um, quote, unquote, unschool. Um so that was kind of like my high school experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but similar to you, it's isolating. You're working all the time to try and keep up mm-hmm. because brain fog, yeah. <laughs> flare days. Um, I will say, though, that I figured out, like in college, around college, I figured out how to um prop my laptop up so I could lay down and still work. That's the best thing. (laughs) I learned how to do that too. Yeah. Um, First of all, genius. Second of all, that's how awful it is. Mm -hmm. You have to like, this is not like, okay, rewind. I think most people assume that having a chronic illness is like the year 2020 or was it 2021? I don't it was even remember. Okay. We're in 2021 <laughs> right now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, and that we just laid around all day and like do some do some work in the morning and that it's um I don't know, that it's like nicer. It's like nice and relaxing for some reason. <laughs> no. But it's tr- it's like bringing your laptop to doctor appointments. It's not like chilling at home doing school. That's mm-hmm total opposite it's I had to do a doctor's or a doctor's appointment I had to do a um a class on the way home from my doctor's appointment on mm-hmm. Wednesday or Tuesday last week like I couldn't miss it yeah like it's stuff like that and then at that point you're like trying to talk to your doctors about your health while also mm-hmm. being a college student mm-hmm. and taking online classes mm-hmm. um I think two weeks ago I had an MRI and I was like, I looked like I had my office with me and set up in the (laughs) waiting room and um, was like working and waited for them to call me back, packed up my laptop and everything, went back there, signed some papers, came back out to the waiting room. And I had like um, an IV in at that point Mm -hmm. and I was like working. And at one point I was like, this is... very like this is not normal and I don't know if this is healthy at this like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. the amount of work and effort and it's just so much harder doing all of these things and being sick at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah thoughts um (laughs) well for me in high school I wasn't I didn't become sick until my junior year um and so 
half of my junior year. I think I've said this before, but I I wasn't in school, and then most of my senior year I wasn't in school just so because of ever, how sick I you was. You were behind. Then. I was behind, but my um I had a five hundred four, which was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and if you don't know what that is, it's like basically saying um what your needs are. So like I was allowed to miss more days than. Um, it's normal. like they accommodate yeah. your, which, uh-huh. side note, they don't always do that, so yeah. that's really great. I had amazing teachers. Yeah. Um, and then I, what was I saying? Um, yeah, I miss more days. I miss a lot of days. Um, but my teachers were just amazing, and, like, stuff that wasn't necessary for me to turn in, they were just like, don't do it. Focus mm-hmm. on your health, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in college, I have a um, what is the degree before master or bachelor's? Is it not master's? Under bachelor's. I don't know. Well, okay. I don't a, either. A um, graduate? Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. I um. have. <laughs> I my brain <laughs> fog today. Um. Anyways, I have. A, you said what the before bachelors? Okay, people are probably yelling at us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, I don't have the internet. It's okay. Okay, well, you can yell it at us. Yeah, yell it at me. Anyways, I have that degree in undergraduate studies, and then I'm getting a bachelor's degree in American Sign Language. Mm -hmm. But I went to a state. Go Red Wolves. (laughs) Um, (laughs) for two years, and that's where I got my undergraduate, um, or my degree in, um, what did I just say? I actually wasn't listening to you because I was trying to find the answer to the question. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, I went to ACA for two years. um, And then decided that. Oh, associate? Yeah! degree I have an associate's degree in undergraduate studies (laughs) and then I am getting a bachelor's degree in ASL we did interpreting yes um but I got my associate's degree from a state I'm getting my bachelor's degree from Valdosta State Mm -hmm. University but I decided that online school was so much better for me yeah which Mm -hmm. has been such an amazing change in my life Mm -hmm. Well, also, shout out to um, twenty the year 2020 because the workplace, school, and just society in general um, came to the realization that it is possible to do all of those things yes. from home. And I think before 2020, everybody, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like, there was, whenever I would ask for a job, like, working from home, no one could, like... Uh, could wrap their minds around yeah. the fact that you can work from mm-hmm. home for some reason. Um, offices aren't really that necessary unless you're in a corporate workplace or like. And emails are a thing. Yes. There is a way to communicate. Okay, I have of a office. hot take though. I'm ready. Because I have a client <laughs> who is just an awesome person. Um, but whenever we email each other, mm-hmm. I. Emailing is not texting. No. So when you e- when you text somebody, you can be like, "Hey, send. What are you doing today? Send." Right. When you email, you do not act like you're texting. No. You put all the things you want to say in one email, yes. and then you send it. Mm-hmm. And all the emails after that should be, well, the email following that should be the responding mm-hmm. email. Like, oh my gosh, do not send me eight emails with different things inside them. Save all of the information, put it in one email, and then send it to me. I cannot even deal. It's my pet peeve. I can tell. Yeah. So, I've done. I'm done. That's my TED Talk. It's so funny. <laughs> Emails but are a thing. You can communicate with people. Yes, outside of an office. Mm-hmm. Like, my boss and I, which I'm a nanny... I, the only way I communicate with her is she tells me when to pick up the kids. I pick Mm -hmm. them up. I take them home. And then she says, thank you. Yeah. Like, for real. It's really. That's all you need. It is. And, you know, worst case scenario, you email or you call. 
because we have phones. I do hate (laughs) calling people. There are very few people I enjoy talking to on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, I would rather just text me or send me an email. Me too. But I'm, like, in an emergency. You can call. Yeah. And it's not... It's it's just not as hard as Uh people make it out to be to work from home. Mm Mm-hmm. So... The end. We did go on a tangent. <laughs> we really did. I, we feel passionate about this. Can you tell? <laughs> um, what were we talking about before that? Accomplishments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you talked about your degrees and stuff. Yes. Okay. College versus high school being sick. College has been so much easier being sick than Why high school. Why is it easier for you? Because, well, now that I'm online, I can live my own life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in school seven hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I can drive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't drive in high school. Um, and so I think, like... There's just more freedom. It, there's so much more freedom. Like, professors don't care if you don't show up to class. Well, it's, like, on you if you don't show exactly. up. It's, like, And, not... like, if they know what is going on in your life, which I'm in a very, like... Um, understanding program. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone in my program is disabled, mm-hmm. um, especially the professors. And so that makes it so much easier on me. And, mm-hmm. like, they understand what's going on with me, and I understand what's going on with them, even though it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that has helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to help me a lot in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Having teachers that um, allow, I don't know, accommodations. Exactly. And advocating for you. Teachers Um, that advocate for you. Man. I mean, I know that, like, it really depends on the teacher Mm -hmm. and then the situation, too. Because I know, you know, there are people who, you know don't have parents at the mm-hmm. house helping them out and, like, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I think I can kind of understand why teachers are hesitant to, like, make accommodations or believe mm-hmm. you um, because that's something that I dealt with was just, like, I don't know, you just need to figure out a way to keep up. <laughs> like, mm, I um, hate that. And so, you know... That, I really don't, I feel really conflicted about it because on the one hand, like, I understand how it's hard to, like, just trust whatever somebody is telling you as to why you couldn't do the homework. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dog ate my homework kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, for someone who has a legit disability, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's kind of a gray line. How do you decide who gets the um, accommodations and who doesn't um for me I think you need to register with disability services which I have in both schools that I've gone to um you need a 504 and it's not just to be like hey I'm proving to you like I'm disabled I know what those are but can you explain yeah disability services is like um you bring to them your 504 so it's Mm -hmm. more like people who will advocate for you in college would you say um, that it's kind of like proof that you're sick or proof that you're disabled? Yeah, kind um, of. Kind of, but also you can go to disability services if you have like ADHD or if you're super depressed and you need um, time for uh, work. Sorry, I couldn't think of words. I um, I worked with um. Oh, what was it called? I don't even remember what it's called at this point. Um, it's a program that helps people kind of get ahead of themselves and people who are on Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps them to, like, secure jobs and finish school and stuff with the support, um, with support backing them. Mm-hmm. And that was really helpful for me. But it's hard because with those... Um, assets or assets what assets sure (laughs) with that help um it's kind of on a time limit yeah and so I ran into a few problems with that and um 
I think I understand, you know, you don't want people taking advantage of the system, yeah. which is something that's, you know, obviously a problem, but there are people who legit need the extra help. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, don't know, I really lot. struggle with like how do you decide who gets the extra help and who doesn't? You I know? think a lot of it, especially at ASU, they it was more like um, you had to bring in your 504 from high school. Um, if you didn't have, have one, you had to create one with your primary care physician. Um, and then a lot of it, too, was like if you were depressed or you had ADHD or super anxious um you would bring in like a note from your psychiatrist and then a lot of it honestly is just like trust in the person Mm -hmm. um because they expect you not to lie about things like that right um which I I appreciate um and BSU was like that too um just honestly trust in the person and professors that I have now are like that too they just trust you to believe like that you're not lying about your disability mm-hmm. um which I don't think anybody would do that hopefully that would never happen so um, there's this like mental illness where you believe that you have a disability when you actually don't fun facts <laughs> um I gotta change so you my wanna position. Google that. That's a thing that I saw on the internet. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, no, yeah, I um, we're sitting in rolling chairs. <laughs> I'm trying to sit on and my leg. And so Haley's having a hard time, but we're gonna get there. There she goes. Okay, <laughs> I had to change my position. Um, so I just ran into with the grants and stuff. I just kind of ran out of time because there's a time mm, limit, yeah. and I at the time I was having seizures. And it's hard to, like, be having seizures and stay on a time, like, a trajectory, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stay on track or course with the timeline. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so that's what I struggled with in high school and kind of college. Um, I still struggle with timelines. I don't as much anymore, but I'm not having seizures anymore, so that's helpful. That's <laughs> Um, okay, well, college for me, um, so I have a certificate in the fundamentals of graphic design, (laughs) um, and then I, um, from California Institute of Arts, CalArts, um, it is a online crash course kind of situation, um, so I did that, I'm certified in, um, HTML, CSS, uh, ES6, VS Code, and then I have my diploma in graphic designs, um, because one diploma wasn't enough for me. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I had to prove I could do more. Actually, what happened was, is I went to school and finished fairly quickly, and then was like, I have time and I can't do anything because I couldn't go straight into my career at the time because I was dealing with being chronically sick. And it's hard because, like, some years you're sicker than others. Mm-hmm. And so, like, some se- some semesters I'm able to get more done. Mm-hmm. And so it's a weirder, it's a weird timeline for me. <laughs> But, uh, anyway. My sophomore so, year of college, I don't think I had one player. Wow. But That's amazing. But my junior year of college, I was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, you really have no idea mm-hmm. how your body is going to react, yeah. and then you have to accommodate mm-hmm. your life. Exactly. And, like, if you have a five-year plan, good luck with that. Oh, yeah, don't make a five-year plan. <laughs> Like, five-year plans? Okay, that's Just cute. Just like, maybe a to-do list. Of, like, the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. I cannot make, like, I can't, I can't plan anything. I have a planner, because if I didn't, I would forget my whole life. Yeah. Um, But that's just, like, things that are planned ahead of time. And Most of the possibly things that I will are, be like, there. 
on my calendar are doctor appointments and then when things are due. Me too. For work. Mine's for um, school, but yes. So it's not, like, I do not plan, like, birthday parties. I have, like, birthday reminders, but mm-hmm. there is no telling how I will be the day. Yeah. Uh, so it's, anyway. <sighs> it's so hard. <laughs> um, from, I think I, I just said this, but I have an associate's in um it's like general studies so it's Mm -hmm. i did one (laughs) nobody judge me please (laughs) this is really embarrassing i've gone through too many majors um i did one semester of i did two semesters of education Mm -hmm. and then i did one semester two semesters of psychology and so that's my general studies associate. And then I have, currently I'm doing my degree in American Sign Language and English Interpreting. Got it. I feel like everybody starts as a teacher or a doctor. Dude, I, I, I feel like. I should call you that. <laughs> you can't stop. <laughs> I started as music education. I wanted to be a choir teacher. Yes. I mean, I know so many people who like start to be teaching or medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to be an art teacher and realized I would have to be with kids for eight hours a day. <laughs> and I was like, never mind. <laughs> I, the moment I realized I did not want to be a teacher, I was in my internship. Um, you have three internships for t- education. Mm-hmm. I was in my first one. It was like the first week I was, um, with the teacher and they were like, okay, we're going to teach math. And, like, I loved the kids. The kids mm-hmm. were so sweet. Um, but she was, like, up there teaching. And I was like, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. I don't like math. <laughs> I don't like history. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't mind it. But I only want to, like, if I was a teacher, I would only teach English because I would like to read books. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I did that, like, I would rather be a librarian. I have to help these people. <laughs> And so, the first week, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never thought about going into the medical field because Me my either. life is a medical show. Yes, I did go th- think about going into the medical oh, field. Did? I changed my mind. Yeah. I, when I was in psych, I was going to be a child life specialist. And Aww. I was going to work with children who were chronically ill. Um, because I'm chronically ill. Yeah. And I was like... I don't did you be, ever think that like I would be in a hospital I, every day? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm so traumatized by hospitals Same. and doctors. And so the idea of becoming a doctor never entered my brain. Um, but I was like, oh, I can teach though. And then I was like, wait, I don't like kids that much. Well, I was really dead so. set on being a child life specialist. And that's why I went from music ed to just education because mm-hmm. you can get your master's in child life and then. Excuse me. I moved to psychology because I really like learning about the brain. Mm-hmm. And so um, that didn't work out. <laughs> um, hated that. And then I was like, I like sign language. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, how did you discover you like sign language? Uh, I don't think I've ever... I don't know this about you. <laughs> I went to a... Okay, well, my whole life, I've, like, thought it was really cool. Um, I wanted to, like, be fluent in it. And that was going to be my uh, minor. I just gave myself (laughs) hand sanitizer. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to make a sound, but it did. That was going to be my minor. I was going to try to um, have a minor in ASL. But at ASU, there wasn't one. There was only two classes, and so I took both of those classes, but before that, I went to a camp called Praise Works. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandpa actually started the camp. You yeah. told me this, haven't you? I, I probably don't just don't remember. Okay, we both don't remember, so. <laughs> um, and so I went there, and the first year, I took the ASL course. Um, Is it like a training course? It's like a, a summer camp, but it was like one week, and okay. so you learn basics like basic basics um but they taught us how to sign two songs and they're both worship songs and we signed for the whole camp Mm -hmm. and I just was like I've never worshiped God like this before Mm -hmm. and so um 
I think I went back the next year. Maybe I didn't go back. I don't remember. Um, but then I bought a bunch of books. And I I don't know. I just have always loved it. So I love that. That's so cool. Um, can we talk about, like, just disabled people in general? Like, yes. working, um, like, what we can do. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like, when I, I have worked um retail and I worked at a bank for two days (laughs) um that was when I had a little moment where I was like I'm not really sick so I started working a nine-to-five and then started having seizures again so Ariana knows better now we have (laughs) evolved and grown and accepted our limitations Mm -hmm. that being said um I know people are like well if you're so disabled or if you're sick all the time like how can you work? Or, like, people don't even want to give us a chance to work yeah, because of the label disabled. Um, so let's, like, talk about that a little bit. Like, has it been hard to, like... Find a job? Yeah, Absolutely. with the label disabled. One time I apl- I'm not going to say the bank that I applied for, but yeah. um, one time I applied for this bank, and it was, like, uh, when I... I think it was my sophomore year of college. Um they one of the questions was like are you disabled and I put yes and then it was like can you lift at least 30 pounds for a bank for a bank and I think it was for like money I don't know and so I put yes you'd have to lift boxes of money (laughs) that are 30 pounds (laughs) I don't know so I put yes and how much money weighs 30 pounds I have no idea. You're asking the wrong person. Now I'm like going on a like tangent because I want. (laughs) Now I'm like distracted by why you would have to be able to lift thirty pounds if you work at a bank. Is that like boxes of pens? (laughs) (laughs) Pens aren't that heavy. I mean, that's why I'm thinking. Like, what the heck? Maybe Um, they're paper clips. (laughs) That's a lot of paper clips. (laughs) Magnets. I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Bank merch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so distracted by that. Okay, but continue. <laughs> I, like, I had all of the qualifications for the job. Mm-hmm. And they were like, nobody else has applied for the job. I, well, I went in for the job um, and, like, for an interview. Mm-hmm. Well, that day I had been flaring, so I was using a mobility aid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get the job. And I was the only one who had an interview. So, I'm not going to say... They were ableist. What um, mobility aid were you using? My crutches, I believe. Hmm. Maybe I just sucked at the interview. Okay, but like, come on. If you're the only person being interviewed, that's hard too because it's like, do you want to call ableism on it? Mm -hmm. Or like, I mean, could you have gotten around the bank easily? Oh, or is it like an office job? I mean, it was like a teller job, okay, but I would have on. been sitting all day long from nine to five because, you know, that's. But uh, that's the only time that I've faced ableism, like in a workplace, because um, ever since then I've been a nanny. Yeah, you have to have a boss a manager, you know, whoever you're under needs to recognize that you may need, like, extra grace. It's not necessarily, like, they're special, quote-unquote, like, in quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, it may, I don't know, what would you say is, like, something that... They have to know what's going on with you, not in detail, but, like, my first job ever was I was a teacher at a school for kids with autism Mm -hmm. and my boss was like is still one of my best friends and um she just knew that when I flared like I could not come into work and she Mm -hmm. just she still knows but she gave me so much grace here's something um before 2020 like working from home is accessible and is possible and that needs to be an option mm-hmm. when a disabled person is like applying being interviewed or whatever exactly because for um 
my bank job that I had for two days, <laughs> um, one of the main things that I told him is I need this, I need to be able to work from home. Mm-hmm. And going into the job, I was a little weary of if they would be okay with me working from home. Um, they said in the interview um, and everything that I could work remotely, but um, during the first like week where you're like in the office and meeting everybody and um, getting set up and all of that stuff, I could see clearly that they were expecting someone to be able to be in the mm-hmm. office at least like half of the time yeah and so I think something that's really important is that you know the people who are hiring people say you're a bank need to clearly understand um, if you offer that to mm-hmm. somebody you need to be okay with mm-hmm. them taking that offer exactly because um, I think that a lot of businesses um they're going to, you know, offer accommodations mm-hmm. hoping that you won't take them. Yep. Um, because they don't want to spend the extra to accommodate, um, which in most cases, they're not, they won't have to. No, um, they already have the accommodation. Because it's already, yeah, it's there anyway. They just anyway. have to provide them. Right. Um, in ASL, um, we were, I think it was, intro to interpreting a couple days ago we were learning about vri and vrs which is called it's like video relay interpreting and video Mm -hmm. um relay relay services um anyways but we were learning about like how in jobs um what a vri interpreter does is like they'll connect through video and interpret like in a meeting like on a big screen mm-hmm. and some companies won't provide like an in in-person interpreter and so a vri interpreter has to be present like on a screen mm-hmm. and so not everything is accessible mm-hmm. which isn't fair so would you say like even okay so like the accommodations are there but like the but accommodations aren't needed. accessible. Exactly. Like, yeah. like VRI interpreters are amazing, mm-hmm. and like they're needed, especially in like hospitals. If an interpreter right. can't make it there in time, right. and it's like an emergency, mm-hmm. but like an in-person interpreter is what's best. And like, right. a workplace has to provide an interpreter, mm-hmm. but I think it's seen as a hassle. It yep, and people don't want to do the paperwork. And they don't, they don't want to pay the extra money that's needed for accessibility and access. Yeah, and they don't sure. want to advocate mm-hmm. for their workers, mm-hmm. which that's another I topic. mean, it's evident over the course of several years, as we have seen, like Amazon, like oh, yeah. don't even really want to let their workers pee. <laughs> um, so and so that being said, like they're obviously not going to spend the extra time filing the paperwork so mm-hmm. that you can like you know what i mean yeah and then it's like goes down to like basic human rights and uh, it's all it's all so much deeper than just like you need to give them a chance yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um uh, it's kind of traumatizing <laughs> um okay well um have you had any other jobs than nannying? And if you have, let's talk in detail about them. I worked at the school for kids with autism. Mm-hmm. Um, I own a business. Yes, she does. And I'm a nanny. That's about yes. it. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about owning a business. Because yeah. I also own my own business. Um, and so I think something that needs to be more mainstream is um and I think it is but mm-hmm. it's just like not in the forefront um disabled people a lot of us create our own businesses yeah. so that we can feel independent mm-hmm. um because it's hard to feel independent when the workplace is so inaccessible to mm-hmm. us and um we are like let's just get this out of the way we are smart capable wanted and needed in society mm-hmm. and so it does so 
<laughs> it just gets me like I just get mad about it anyway um and so we're not our for me person I'll talk about me <laughs> I'm not able to feel fulfilled just by working a nine-to-five or me whatever either. that may look like um with accommodations or whatever that does not sound good to me that doesn't I don't want that Mm -hmm. um it doesn't align with like my beliefs my lifestyle I want to be doing something that I feel um where I feel needed and I feel like I'm making a difference and blah 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 (laughs) so in creating my own business I am able to get some money through doing that and it makes you feel independent so there are a lot of um people who are disabled who are business owners it's Mm -hmm. not just it's not random and it's not like a surprise because we want to feel we want to contribute and we want to feel in control of our lives and I think that's one of the big reasons I made my business was because in 2020 I did not feel in control of anything at all Mm -hmm. and I felt like my life was spiraling and so Mm -hmm. like making my business I just felt like I had control of one thing and yeah. I could be in control of what comes out of my business. I felt in control of, like, what I could do with it. Mm-hmm. I was in control of what it would be called and what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And so, like, stepping through that, like, that process, like, made me feel like there was something that I could do. Yeah. In 2020. And, like, and as I go through that, like, it's helped me a lot. Right. But then it's all, for me, I'm like, look at what I did. Like, yeah. I built this brand this company or whatever yeah um from the ground up and it's working yeah like it's like succeeding and Mm -hmm. people want my services and people are buying my stuff and Mm so there's just something so satisfying about all of that yeah that is just important needs Mm -hmm. to be talked about I'm so proud of us (laughs) I am so proud of us (laughs) um okay so I kind of want to talk about volunteering because I, okay, I have grown up with the mindset that um, other people should always come first and to be, um, have a servant heart Mm -hmm. and whatnot, which um, looks different when you're disabled, and mm-hmm. I kind of had to figure out what that looks like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, when you work with these companies um, in the corporate world, a lot of them want to as, like, they want to do volunteer work as well as a company. Yeah. Um, and before... I don't know how... I'm trying to word this and phrase this in the correct way. Um, It was impossible... It's impossible for me to volunteer the way that other people expect or want. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm, I kind of... Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm following. Okay. (laughs) So, for me, um, volunteering just looks different because I can't volunteer um on a major scale mm-hmm. per se um but because I'm able to work for myself I'm able to also do um I'm a graphic designer so I'm able to help nonprofits as well mm-hmm. because I'm able to I'm work from home now. are we following yes. okay <laughs> so Took me um, a second. It's okay so on the one hand like sometimes when people are like hey can you help me with this I'm like do I look like I can help you I'm a disabled person like go ask somebody who is able-bodied like I don't know why you think (laughs) but that being said um we still want to like help other people and that kind of stuff is just gonna look different um and so I kind of wanted to talk about like the volunteer work that you've done yeah and that I've done um so hit it (laughs) okay um well for the past few years I've gone on a mission trip every um my mom texted me um I'm every spring break um this Mm -hmm. year I'm going on a mission trip to New York if you would like to donate (laughs) um (laughs) but we're gonna be working with um a church that is um 
it's, it's sorry, I keep getting texts. I'm getting distracted. It, we're working You're with a popular. church. It's my dad. <laughs> Love you, dad. Um, a church that is dying, basically. Mm-hmm. And so in New York, they um, don't have a church on every corner like we do in yes. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um, and so we're going to be working with them, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really loved like having my own business and be able to being able to make things and like donate them. And I know yeah. that like there's not a lot of things that like people can do with earrings and like, mm-hmm. but like it makes people happy. And so I mean that's the same thing with my art. Yeah. Like I can't donate a car or exactly. the finances because I myself am financially in a hole because yeah. being chronically ill is expensive. Mm-hmm. But um, I can donate happy things, mm-hmm. which I think as a disabled person, as a depressed person, as somebody who like is in the world and it's not super kind, Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes those are the things that I need from others yeah. rather than the, um, I don't know, the typical needs of someone who needs help, Mm -hmm. I guess. I think that's my favorite part about having a business, though, is just being able to give things because, like, Mm -hmm. I made it, I own it, so I can just give it to you. Yeah. Um, um, And so I really enjoy doing that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I can't, I I don't like talking about myself. (laughs) I don't um I like I said so my graphic design business because I'm the business owner I can work from home all of those things um I can also decide how to price my services and so I'm able to give in that way Mm -hmm. um so I don't know. I just want people to know that, like, disabled people can still give. And we may need to receive a little bit more, but we can give, too. And our gifts are different, but still needed and still valued. And I think one of the biggest things, I don't know if you'll agree with me. You probably will. Um, (laughs) If I don't, I'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, One of the biggest things, like, a disabled person can give you is, like, advice and, like, listening. Because, um we've gone through it <laughs> um so, I think it's like we know what it's like to be um in many passed over exactly or like not um not included I don't know we've been isolated so yeah. much and by so many people that like we know not to do that mm-hmm. to other people and we're like aware of that kind of stuff yeah. so yeah I think we're really good at listening and giving advice exactly because of what we deal with mm-hmm. and what we've been through yeah and, like, um, I was going to say something, and then I lost it. And then those are gifts. Yeah, and they like, are. Those are gifts, and they are work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, therefore, we can offer those in a voluntary manner. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, I think that's important to note. Yeah. Um, so. I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't remember mind. either. <laughs> uh, it was there and now it's gone. Okay, if you could have your dream job, what would it be? I would love to interpret. Wait, wait. Dream job realistically and dream job if your body magically would allow you to do your dream job. Like, okay. do you know what I mean? So, like, dream within the confined space and then dream. Okay. Um, is that you bad? Go first. Okay. <laughs> Maybe this is not a good idea because then we can like. It's gonna make me depressed, but it's fine. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm just kidding. It's really not. <laughs> Maybe this I think a bad I'm idea. gonna have my dream job anyways. Um. Okay. So my original dream dream job would be like traveling, um, like a traveling documentary photography, something like mm-hmm. that. Um. Now my dream job is to simply support myself doing like from my business that yeah. I built um that being said that doesn't mean I can't travel it just looks different now yeah. and that doesn't mean that I can't 
take documentary photos or whatever mm-hmm. just looks different yeah um so yeah kind of depressing but like at the same time it doesn't mean that I can't still have that dream and then still accomplish it it just yeah. won't look the same you yeah. know um and maybe one day you know yeah we don't know we never know I mean I have a little bit of hope it's small but it's there <laughs> small but it's there my dream job realistically would be working in like interpreting for law or um interpreting for churches um and then my dream job hopefully in the future hopefully after I graduate if I'm not super sick like I am right now um would be interpreting for concerts um that's like seriously a big dream of mine um, I'm just realizing that's a need. Yeah. That I never I would, was never on my radar because that's not in my area. Yeah. Of, I would love to interpret for like really anyone's concerts, but I love Harry Styles as we know. Um, ah! I would love to interpret <laughs> for his concerts. I love Adam Melcher. Have you seen? Um, have you been to a concert where there was an interpreter present? No, I my old church. Um, the I don't remember his name. His name was Bill. His wife um, interpreted for all of our church services because there was a deaf couple mm. there. And I think that's where my love for sign language yeah. started as I think about it. That's really um, neat. Because I watch them like every Sunday. So interrupting. You're what? Right. How do? Why are there not interpreters at concerts? Um, what has to happen for that to be a thing? And... Well, first there has to be a um, deaf consumer um, that will be at the concert, and they have to request an interpreter. Um, If they want an interpreter, um, they have to request one to be at the concert. Um, That's mostly what happens. Um, So if it's not formally requested, there mm -hmm. won't be anybody there. Yeah. Okay. Which sucks because I don't agree with that and mostly it should everyone just be provided. exactly. But there's people who think that um because an ASL um interpreter is provided, also a Spanish and a French and all of these other interpreters need to be provi- be provided. But I don't think I, disagree I, I don't with think that I believe that. Because ASL ASL Deaf and hard of hearing people, um, I'm signing while I'm talking about this. You are. Um, (laughs) they need, they don't have access to communication at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so they're in need of an interpreter, so they have access to communication. Like, for example, somebody who doesn't speak English, Uh have access to, like, Google, and they can, mm-hmm. I mean, would you agree with that? Is, I agree Is with, that, like, yeah. so. It's just uh, something I'm really passionate about. Yes. Share your passion. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love to interpret for concerts, especially, like, before I get married. Like, that would be something fun to do. Yeah, because um, you would travel. Because I literally would travel. Um, How cool. Especially, like, if there was, like, a band that would want me to travel with them throughout <gasps> their concert. That's styles. cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, another question. So, like, this isn't automatically provided, mm-hmm. and it has to be requested. Is requesting that accessible to people, or do you have to know how to do that? Um, like, um, for example, like, I didn't know that I could get... Um, help with my finances going back to school and yes most people know that but there was a very specific scholarship that I didn't know was a thing because Mm -hmm. it's not put out there it's not like hey know this like it's not uh, promoted I don't know Mm -hmm. so so you would probably have to request through the venue Um, okay so you can call whoever's holding the concert yeah um because the band wouldn't be able to help, um, most likely it would be through the venue. So would the venue have to pay for it? Uh, you would have to pay for it. Okay. Now I'm, now I, I was, I was a little ticked and now I'm very ticked. 
I I don't know about concerts. I know in like like in life situations. Mm-hmm. Um businesses most of the time pay for their interpreters and not like it doesn't come out of the person's check. Um because that would be ridiculous. But it um, it would in like the concert. I like, don't know. I would have okay. to research it. Um, yeah. More than I have. I mean, I was just curious because, again, that goes along with, like, you have the resources, but you're not making the resources available. accessible. Exactly. Or available. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if the venue would pay for it, mm-hmm. the band would not pay for it, um, or if the consumer would pay for it. I feel like it would be, it should come out of the the concert venues. Right. Whatever. I feel like... As somebody who is on Social Security, I feel like it would come out of mm-hmm. the consumer's pocket, in which case is completely and totally unfair yeah. when a business, multi-million dollar business, let's yeah. just say that, can easily cover that cost. Yeah. Um, is it bad to compare it to, like, ramps? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, interpreters are, like... It's a necessary they're, I mean, they're, like, the communication access for deaf people. Right. I mean, so, like, ramps I mean, for someone who needs a wheelchair. Like, that's a need and necessity. It's a need and it's access. Yes. So... So, it's no, it's not... I mean, <laughs> I don't care if you compare me to a wheelchair ramp. Well, you know, I'm trying to, I know to, what like, you mean. Trying to, like, make it, like... I don't know. Like... Yeah tangible is that the word i don't know yeah like an easy i don't know yeah okay whatever (laughs) okay well those are all the questions i had (laughs) do you have any questions Hmm. what do you think your biggest accomplishment has been so far in life Dang. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. Um, I gotta fix my chair again. Yeah, we're rolling farther and farther away from the table. <laughs> Next time, I'm I shivering. don't think we can use rolling chairs. <laughs> it's been such a distraction. <laughs> um, I think... Okay, first of all, I think living through all that I've been through is... Yeah. My biggest accomplishment. Because given... The statistics, and also, I have a theory. Like, because I have physical pain, how can I have such horrific physical pain and still be alive? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be, like, dramatic, but the amount of physical pain that I've been through Mm -hmm. and dealt with is, like, astronomical. Like... How am I, in my brain, in my human brain, I do not understand how I'm still alive when I sit and think about it. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> I think. Um, I, oh, go ahead. go ahead. Okay. I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things that I think about. Um, I think the other is my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so proud of the... Um, clients that I have collected Mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of myself for um, teaching myself how to build a business from the ground up while having a chronic illness Mm -hmm. and being in school because Mm -hmm. I mean I okay all the can we just say able-bodied people stop telling me how hard your life is okay (laughs) I'm tired of hearing about it um I'm tired of hearing you talk about how tired you are um so I just sorry Haley's falling apart I am falling apart (laughs) I dropped my ring on the ground so you asked me that and I just have to go on that little tangent because I have I've built my business from the ground up and basically did it by myself Mm -hmm. I did it by myself you did do it by yourself while flaring Mm -hmm. um so I think maybe I'm just proud of my life. <laughs> As you should Because, be. I mean, all of, all of those things are, like, mm-hmm. life things. Yeah. I don't know. Those are the main things. What? Did I name things? Yeah, you did. Okay. My life and my business. Yeah. Now I'm done. <laughs> I think mine is, like, graduating high school. 
Mm. And it's going to be graduating college because yes. I think this is like the toughest. I mean, it started when I was in high school mm-hmm. and has continued through my schooling. Oh, yes. Like graduation for us is so oh much gosh. more than being done I with was school. the vice president of my class in high <gasps> school. And like I got to have a speech like wow. thanking all of my teachers and telling them like you're the only reason I, I bawled my eyes out at my high school graduation, even though I was, like, going home with my parents and going to live with them anyway. <laughs> I was, like, it was such a milestone. Yeah, it's so much I keep more. rolling away. You do. We're not sitting in rolling chairs the next time. No. <laughs> um, it's just, those accomplishments are so much more mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. And then building my business, mm-hmm. um, which is really important to me, I think. Yeah. I think I mean, it's more can... than just, like, making earrings. It's yes. Like, oh, my gosh. I yeah. built something from the ground up you did we both did mm-hmm. i mean hell yeah <laughs> language <laughs> i'm sorry are you serious just... is that a bad word mm. is it kind of a cuss word it's kind of a cuss word i didn't know this that's okay <sighs> i'm sorry <It's> okay. <laughs> um yeah i'm so proud of us uh shout out to our families because yes. <laughs> my mom i mean i don't I don't want to be a mom because I don't think I could be even close to the best mom that my mom has been to me. Mm-hmm. So, thanks, mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we did it. For your graduation, we're going to have, like, the biggest party ever. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I did school online, so my graduation was really anticlimactic. <laughs> like, I, did I, fin- I finished, and I was like... Well, I guess I can print my diploma now. <laughs> <laughs> my parents want to drive to Valdosta. And, I like, literally, have me walk. I printed my diploma out on my printer, and it was like a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> and I went, and I was like, "Mom, I did it!" And she was like, "Oh, you printed out your diploma?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Yay!" <laughs> like it was just so. It was just anyway. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. I'm exhausted because I, I feel done. like I've relived a little yeah. bit of trauma just talking about school. Yeah, school is very sick. traumatic. It I is. trauma really block school out, especially yeah. high school. I also have to pee really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. bye. <laughs>